Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Well Shit the Podcast. Yes, Well Shit the Podcast. If today is the first time you're tuning in, my podcast is called Well Shit the Podcast. And I talk about anything and everything that makes you feel like well shit. Because you know what? A lot of things do make people feel like well shit or make you just say, well shit, I mean seriously, what is this? But today I have quite an interesting topic on our second episode today on the 23rd of August 2020 at 20.07 p.m. Now, this topic is, um, some of you might think, how are you going to talk about this and then have well shit as part of a statement? I don't mean to offend anybody. It's not what I mean to do, but this does make me say well shit at times. Really, it does. Today, the topic I'm going to be talking about is family and friends with children. Yes, you heard me. I'm going to be talking about the children of family, friends, and neighbors, or whoever you might get in contact with who has children. So I'm not going to be specifically talking about their children, but more so talking about the adults that come with the children. So some of you, if you know me, well, you know what? I don't have children, but I'd love to have children. When I have children, I'm not going to profess or say that I'm going to be a great parent or the greatest parent. But all I can say is I hope to be a good parent, a decent parent, somebody nurturing, somebody loving, somebody caring, and somebody most of all who listens to my children so that they feel comfortable to tell me things, feel comfortable to correct me. But let's get right into the well shit, the podcast, friends and family with children. So I think kids are amazing because they are creative. They don't have a sense of self and a sense of world that has been confused by a lot of things. Even children who are born in adversity, even children who are in countries with war or who just lost a parent, they still have this very innocent view to life, which makes every child special, every child beautiful, and every child deserving to be protected, to be heard, to be nurtured into the best adult or the best person they can be when they grow up so that's the one thing about children that i really really love it's the fact that there's always a future and there's always hope and there's so much to look forward to when you are seeing a child grow up and i'd like to think for people with children it's even more so amazing because you think i made this person and you have these fears and these hopes and everything that comes with being a parent i'm assuming it's it's a beautiful beautiful experience and a great thing to go through but for some of us who don't have children obviously we're looking from the outside in and our experience with children might be slightly different and it is slightly different but you know we, we we do know children i guess um because to be fair i mean we've been children i've been a child myself so uh, 
if somebody says, how well do you know children? Not like, yeah, you know, um, good enough, really. I think I'm, I'm capable of keeping a child and not letting them die in my care. You know, I, I'm, an, I'm an auntie six times over, you know, and I have friends with children and I have relatives with children and I see lots of people with children. So, yeah, I think I'd give myself a solid 80 if I might say, you know, some people say, how well acquainted are you to children? And could you take care of a child and, you know, survive a week and the child survive? Yeah, I'll give myself a solid 80. So let me talk a little bit about myself as a child. Um, I, do, I don't know. I was an inquisitive child. I think I'm pretty much the same as I was when I was a child, obviously now I'm, I'm just really grown up, almost old. Okay, fine, I'm old. But when I was a child, I was very inquisitive. I wanted to know everything that was around me. I wanted to know what was going on. I dreamt a lot. I was a child that used to, to dream a lot. Um, and I remember my mom calling me a detective once. I think it was following behaviors, obviously, that she had noticed of myself. But this, I remember this one time, I must have been six years old, seven years old, and my mom came back from work. And I loved watching my mom, you know, do her evening routines, you know, and I would hold, I would take her handbag, you know, when I'm in a bedroom, and I'd start opening her bag. I know that sounds rude to be opening, you know, people's bag, but I like doing that to my mom's bag, not to anybody else's. So obviously, uh, you know, I there's this perfume and I'll smell it and this change and I'll count it and receipts. And then this one time she had a receipt in, in her bag and the receipt showed that, you know, she had had a meal and then it looked like there was more food than one person could eat. So I was like to her, why does this receipt say that, you know, this X amount of things? Uh, were you not were you eating by yourself and you know i could read the place when she'd eaten and she looks at me she's like are you a detective <laughs> oh well i i think i i think my response in my head might have been well shit woman just tell me who you were eating with but anyways <laughs> that wasn't the thing so that was just me as a child, um, very inquisitive, very adventurous as a person. And I think I have carried the sort of same nature, you know, into my adult life. So that's that for me as a child. Now, going to the heart of my topic, what I really wanted to talk about. Um, first of all, I wanted you to know that I, I like children and I think they're amazing. And two, obviously, I have been a child myself and so have you. But now coming to friends and family with children. Now here's my thing, people. Here's my actual thing with people with children. I do not dislike people with children. No, I don't. And I do not dislike children. I like children. I really, really do. But there is a reason why People with children at times are exhausting, especially to somebody who doesn't have children. They can be exhausting. So let's take, for example, 
you are with friends or family with children and they can come up to you you know whether you've gone out you're doing something you're just talking or it's a phone call and somebody keeps complaining over and over oh my child this my child that it's all of these things they keep going on and on and on and all you're thinking um are you telling me because you think this is exciting for me to hear you complaining about your child or you want me to say something to you because i mean if you're just telling me you might as well just tell me i'm just telling you but i don't want to hear what you think which would make the whole situation easier but at the same time i would be able to tell you i actually don't want to hear you complaining about your child because you know what it's not exciting to me personally i know that makes me sound terrible but no if you're not gonna hear what i think no don't tell me seriously don't we could be talking about anything else but that so now, you know, people come back with this and this and that and, and issue keep telling you and you're like, oh my God, you say this ever so many times. And then obviously, since it's dialogue back and forth, you're not just talking at me like I am to you on this podcast. Um, then I come in with a, well, why don't you, I, I suggest, why don't you try doing ABC if your child is doing that? let's say if your child keeps saying that they don't want to eat this so you know they're not allergic and you know they've eaten this before but if they're refusing to have a meal and you know that they are supposed to have a meal because you're a child they need the, the nourishment why not just tell them to sit there and they will not get up until they finish or tell them okay but you're not having anything else or you know, go back and still give them that or sit there and, and, and feed them and tell them, you know what, we're going to leave here until we finish, whatever it is. So you're given a, a suggestion, whatever suggestion is, this is what I could think of from the top of my head right now. And then you have a person having the audacity to say to you, you don't have children, you would never understand. And, you know, this statement has been said to me so often, you know, and I obviously I never react much with aggression. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, does this person think I've never met children? Do you think I don't know children? I mean, I was children at some point in time. I mean, guaranteed this was many, many years ago. But I mean, by the fact that I was a child, surely I can have something to say about children. Or the fact that I have seen a child before. I have interacted with one before. I could give you advice. And you know what? Third, you came to me and you were telling me about your child complaining. So if you want to vent at me without hearing what I have to say, don't. Because I don't care. As mean as that sounds. But well, shit. People don't care. So that's that's the thing with me. They really that 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 bothers me with um, family and friends, with with children or acquaintances or colleagues, whatsoever. Because they tell you these things, and you're like, okay, well, why are you telling me? Do you want me to to congratulate you? Do you want me to cry for you? But I I, I don't I don't know. 
I mean, I, I never know how to react. Because obviously, at the back of my mind, I think of these things and I'm thinking, why, 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 why? Because if I walk away from you when you're talking about this, I'm going to look rude. So, I mean, I'm going to have to pass this to, to all of you guys. You know, when I have you guys um, for a question and answer session, I'm going to bring this topic back up. And you're going to have to tell me what you think. I know because some of you, whether you have children or not, you have experienced this. And how do you deal with it? Because seriously, how do you deal with a situation like that? I mean, I am obviously going to post a snippet of this podcast, this specific episode, episode two, on my Instagram um, at Walshit the podcast. And you can comment about that, you know, you can comment on that. But it, it's it's always really still baffling to me, like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Because it's not nourishing me in any way. It's not making this conversation any interesting. So why am I being told it if I cannot contribute to this conversation? It makes it very difficult because... On the same time, the very same people who say you don't know anything about children, you can't comment on anything about children, they send you pictures of their babies and they expect you to say cute. What if I don't think your child is cute? What if I really don't think they're cute? Or that they don't look cute today? What if it's annoying me? I mean, I know this sounds very mean and bitter, but what if really? I mean, there's another side to to everything. Um, maybe it's, you know, it's just not fascinating to, to me and, and to other people, but you know, people would send you, oh, my child just said, ga, ga, go, go. I'm like, okay. I mean, to be fair, I do like baby photos and baby pictures and baby videos. I go on Instagram, I go on YouTube and I get lost watching cats, puppies and babies. And you know, but I guess on, on YouTube either or on, on Instagram, you can comment if you want. But, you know, it's just easier to browse through and go on with your life. But when it's friends, you are limited to what you can say because you know that it's going to cause some sort of tension that you don't need in your life. So I don't know, people. I really, really, really don't know. So how what I want to know or what I want to learn, first of all, is how do I react to parents when they come complaining their child is doing this and that? Should I comment? Should I not? And uh, if I don't want to hear about these things or, you know, at all, do I flat out tell them, you know what, I actually don't want to hear about your child. If I'm talking to you, I want to know about you or talk to you about you or anything else um or do i actually say to a parent if i want to know about their child is it appropriate for me to say oh show me photos of your child uh show me cute videos of your child um tell me about your child i mean that sounds very predatory and very stalkerish even i'm saying it and it's making me cringe really 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 so how do you just approach friends and family, acquaintances and colleagues with children? Because they seem to be one of my most complicated um, relationships I have. And unfortunately, at my age, they happen to be 
the biggest base of are the people I interact with because everybody pretty much has a child. And maybe I just don't know. So yeah, parents, please tell us what you think.、Um, and those that don't have children, tell us, you, tell us also what you think. I, I want to know how everything, you know, how you deal with all of these things because, <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a well shit. What am I supposed to do with this? But yeah, that's all I had to say to you guys. I know today's episode was very, very short. It's very short. It's just shy 17 minutes. But that's all I wanted to say because it's been something of a well, shit. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? But that's all I had to say to you, friends. I will speak to you soon again next week. Have a lovely, lovely weekend. Mwah. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Well Shit the Podcast. Yes, you heard me right. That is Well Shit the Podcast. This is a weekly podcast where when I talk about everything that makes me feel like well shit. And、uh, yeah, I mean, at times, really, life can be well shit, as life can be. But today's episode, which will be episode three,、um, I know I should have recorded this episode a few days ago, but、um, something came up and I wanted to talk about that thing in the podcast, but、um, it can wait. I will talk about the thing that happened today. So, and、uh, today, this thing was just kind of like, oh, wow, well, shit. So, today's podcast topic is Decency has exited the chat. Exactly that, decency has exited the chat. I am、um, 2020 has been, it still is a, a, a difficult year. We've had to deal with COVID 19, and with COVID 19, it came loss of jobs or the mere fact that some of us might be losing our jobs. And by losing our jobs, our livelihoods are being threatened, our health. The people we love, we worry about a lot of things, and nothing is certain because the, wor- the world is changing, and none of these changing these changes are something we can control. So, we're just living in a time where nothing is certain, but at least the one thing we need or we deserve is a little bit of kindness, a little bit of compassion, a little bit of decency from other people, and for us to actually be decent to other people. Because we saw the death of George Floyd, it's not the first incident of that kind of brutality.、Uh, a lot of bad things are happening in the world, and I, I guess 2020 it just brought everything together for us to see it while we are not too busy. With you know anything physical like our lives and our jobs, we are here and we're watching everything, and it's painful because it 2020 feels like we're watching a horror show、um, of, of our lives and what our future may look like if we don't decide to change. But that's not exactly what I'm going to talk about. Well, it's, it's part of or it affects、um, what I'm going to talk about. So if you know me, even if you don't know me, I'm going to say this. I am single and I am on a dating app because I live in London and、uh, sort of 
it almost seems like it's a bit of a culture difficult to meet people in person so if you want to meet people you have to meet them online um and in all fairness uh despite that i live in, in a suburb where it's mainly married people with children so there aren't any single people walking around where i live so yes getting online would be the next best thing for me to, to meet people and uh, previously before covid my job involved a lot of traveling so that meant that I was never really at home and when I'd come back home over the weekend I'm some I'm busy and I I want to do other personal things you know just your personal admin rest and so on just feel like you're at home so you don't get enough time really to to go out and mingle you know you chat with your friends and so on and so on um, online and again somebody would say why haven't you met somebody through your friends or most of my friends are married or maybe they don't like me enough to hook me up with their friends or they think I'm not compatible or they're not compatible whatever it is it doesn't matter but um at the end of the day personally I'd prefer to meet somebody myself so that I don't feel like I owe somebody something for my relationship or my my success that's just me um it's a personal thing that that I do but I'm not saying that if somebody hooked me up with somebody I would and we got along that I would say no I'm not going to do this because of my pride no that's not what it is but coming back to today's topic which is decency has exited the chat so I've been working all day. I, I'm working from home and um, obviously I've been working quite a lot of hours and uh, it gets demanding during the day. People wanting everything now. Um, so around 4.30, I take a break and I go to the gym and I come back home maybe around uh, 8. It's not like it's four hours of gymming. No, I, I take the long way to get to the gym. I come back, I cook and whatever. And then I come back and I do maybe uh, two more hours or so with work. And then I can relax, watch TV and whatever it is. So it's just a little bit of a break I take uh, so that my day doesn't feel too strange. Well, but that's for me. That's my timetable. Don't judge that one. So I happened to log I saw a message popping up. A... Um, a notification pop up on my phone you know i've got a message on the dating app i was like okay let me check who this is so this guy says to me hey and i said hi back about 15 minutes later um because obviously on the app it shows you when the other message came in he sends a message i don't like you um yes like i hadn't looked at your pictures um i was like to him what does that mean you know you hadn't looked at my pictures and then he responded with the i don't like you and i actually responded with a laughter not that i laughed at the fact that he doesn't like me it's because it was just so random and so unnecessary for him to tell me that because if he hadn't looked at my photos properly previously all he had to do was not message me and i would not have bothered messaging him blocked me i would have not even bothered it's only been a few minutes you know into chatting so if somebody doesn't talk to you or doesn't message would you lose your mind no and this guy goes on to insist on telling me how fat i am and how he wouldn't even be able to kiss me in person because i am fat and um because obviously I would gross him out. He likes skinny women that are sporty, that are skinny. And uh, he kept on saying this and his English isn't great because this guy is Italian. And I'm going to have to reiterate this one. This guy is black and uh, he's Italian according to his profile. 
uh, you know, he's, he's got some muscles. You see, that is somebody who works out. So for me, that's not the problem because it's okay to have a type. So to like skinny people, short people or whatever it is that, that is your type or your thing, that is perfectly okay because I also have a thing. And if I message a person who's not my type, I would never do that because if I feel like you're not my type, I'm never going to engage. And if you engage me, I'm not going to say to you, you're not my type. I'm just going to either just not respond, block you, or just tell you, sorry, um, I'm not interested. And, and it ends there. I don't have to tell you what it is that I'm not interested about. But the only time I actually go as far as telling a person I'm not interested, it's when they keep on insisting. Because normally I would say, sorry, you know what, um, either I'm going through some, I, I give an excuse so that I don't destroy someone's soul. Again, this man did not destroy my soul. It's just that the way he went about it all, just like, oh, oh, if you think I'm going to be nice by just telling you that, you know, that I'm skinny, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm thinking, dude, I didn't even ask you for all of those things. He messaged me first. So while obviously he was going crazy telling me how fit I am, um, I was being nice actually. And this is not like me at times I would have just gone off my rails at him, but I didn't. I actually was like to him, you know what? I think this conversation ends here. You know what? Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. And he kept on insisting to tell me that I'm fat and that I'm attra- unattractive to him because of the way I look. Uh, because he kept on insisting and he didn't even have the decency to be nice enough to me to just not message me, not say anything, try not to call me fat, even if he thinks I'm fat. Um, he could have just not sent anything. So I decided to screenshot all of our messages and I deleted all the photos I have on my dating profile and I put up the photos of our message, of our messaging uh, on the chat onto my profile. And then I made one photo with my face that's written, I don't, this is a face of, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Normally, I would never clap back like that at anyone. But this one, I felt like if he could be he could be nicer. If he's done, if he's doing this to me, he's done this to somebody else. And somebody out there has their heart completely broken and they're feeling insecure because of one douchebag. I mean, shit. Man, this guy, he he could go to somebody who's very insecure about the way they they look and say that to them and someone's soul is broken. So for me, this is a warning shot for anybody who tries to come at me with that. You don't like the way I look, keep matching. Just like if I don't like the way you look, I keep matching. I'm not going to come here and be telling you I don't like the shape of your face or I don't like the way you're tall or the way you're short. But for me, I feel like this guy has had no decency or no care as to how I might feel, how I might feel or how I might take uh, his his message, even if he keeps on saying, you know what, I, you know, like no disrespect. I mean, fuck it. When in the history of no disrespect has no disrespect ever meant no disrespect? No disrespect is like, I'm going to disrespect you and I want you to know that I'm, I'm disrespecting you, but I'm going to put the no disrespect so that you don't end. So he was trying to disarm me not to react, which he kind of succeeded because, I mean, to be fair, I did not shout at him. So in a sense, I did not overreact, but 
I went and I acted because he wanted a reaction. So I acted instead. I, you know, I, I, I made him popular. I made him famous because he's obviously looking for a particular kind of woman who's skinny and spotty and sexy and not gross to kiss. So this person is definitely not me. So what I'm going to do to help this brother out is obviously I have all of our chats on my profile is my photos for everybody to see so that other women and other men who might think he's attractive, if they are fat like me, they would not bother approaching this man. They will first lose weight, be spotty, and then be able to be accepted by this man. And that goes for, for the women who know who meet his criteria. They'll be able to flock to him knowing that, you know what, they are so loved by this man that their skinniness is the first reason, only reason why he's talking to them. So if somebody think that thinks that I'm being petty, go ahead. Maybe I am being petty, but I needed to clear back at this guy because he was not being cautious because I come back to the time in which we're leaving. We are in September and everyone in the world is suffering because of COVID. Even if it's not you having lost your job or lost your money or lost a family member or gotten sick or worried about your job, but just not being able to go out, to do stuff, to travel, to do stuff that you like to do things. Normally you do just go shopping or hug a person or kiss a person without being worried about are they sick or am I going to get them sick? He had no care, no, no decency to feel like, you know what, I might say this and this person is going through so much. Maybe the high I've just said to her is the highlight of the day, but he was just like, you know what, I'm going to show you something. If you think 2020 is really crappy, I'm going to put some more shit on top of this shit. This was this guy. He was just like, I'm going to screw you over so much you would want to get skinny. You know, you would want to force yourself to get skinny so that you can be loved by a man like me. I mean, if I have to say on paper, this guy, if I had to make a personal choice myself on the little tick list of, you know, of vanities of what I might look like, look for it when he won't, he doesn't even meet it. So maybe what he has only is his six pack. But is that the only thing I would look for in my life? Personally, no. That's not what I look at. Because you know what? Beauty goes away. Uh, he's 39. Even if he holds on to his abs for 20 more years. But is that all life is all about? But that's another story. So I'm thinking. It made me think, you know. While I'm in interacting and engaging with people. Am I cautious to how they feel? Am I sensitive to how people feel? You know, if I'm rejecting a person, am I rejecting them with, with decency and with respect? You know, looking at 2020, it being a difficult year, maybe some people think that finding love would be the one thing that's going to bring them happiness, that's going to take this cloud of sadness off of their heads and they can feel normal again because it might be the one thing that i might actually do that because it's one of the few normal things we're left with to do but we can't even do them right because we are not decent and kind to each other we're not feeling now we have to walk around being savages for no other reason to people we barely know within 20 minutes of conversation this man had detested me so much now, it's okay to not be someone's type and it's fine. In that I understand. But it's in how 
you say what you say to the next person that makes the difference and i think this factor doesn't even get that and he must walk around you know doing this to so many people i mean and not to even say this because you know what i might be single because i'm an asshole but you know what <laughs> he's an asshole that's most probably why he's single i mean come on <laughs> but anyways um it really was a bit of a well shit this guy is an asshole and uh if you think someone gonna keep quiet about this and not clap back or not react he's got something coming um this is not how we work this does not happen here you don't do this we don't do this kind of thing first of all you don't do this kind of thing to anybody but nobody does this kind of thing to me and thinks that i will let them get away with it it doesn't work like that we don't do that here at all we don't do that here simple as mr man whoever you are so for anyone who's interested in reading um the the messages uh the back and forth that i had with this guy please follow me on instagram on um the handle is at well shit the podcast that's at well underscore shit underscore the underscore podcast at well shit the podcast i'd like to think if you just search that on instagram you'll be able to find that and if you go I know that my pro uh <laughs> my podcast is available in Anchor. It's available on Spotify and it's available on many other platforms that I can't even remember off of the top of my head because every day I get a notification that your podcast is now available here and it's now available there. But it's not really um you know a, a terrible thing. You'll be able to access it. You go to my uh to my Instagram you follow the page you'll be able to read because i will post all those screenshots on there and um unfortunately i'm 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 unable to to put those screenshots here on on the podcast but yeah it'll be interesting to to see what your comments would be if you know you can get to my insta to the instagram page and and make a comment on that it'll be nice to know if somebody has been you know recently reasonably decent you've just met, met somebody have you been that rude uh to somebody while you're trying to chat them up i mean is there any reason to be that mean especially with the well way the world is going yes if you're kind if you're trying to protect yourself yeah you know this there's a difference between you antagonizing somebody and you defending yourself because he came in and antagonized me because he messaged me first i wouldn't have even bothered messaging him to be honest I've seen his profile before and I did not message him because I wasn't interested at all. Uh but you know somebody sends a message at times you look at times you say hi back at times you don't. He he likely I said hi back. So yeah, it's um a bit of a well shit really. Um that people can't be nice and it you om- I almost want to say that are there any gentlemen left out there but then that's not a good thing to say because there are some good men out there whether they're single or married or whatever so we can't walk around labeling every man under the sun saying that they have no disrespect for for women when they are good men but all the same because there are women out there who are doing the same thing to guys so i don't know if it's just a, a culture a dating culture online or or whatever it is or he i don't know was it because he didn't understand english well i mean i'm not english myself but i understand what he did that wasn't really cool but okay um <laughs> you know um yeah i mean i i don't know i 
I really don't know. I, I know you can hear from my voice today that I am much more... Uh, today I'm a bit more disorganized than I normally would be on this podcast. But because I wasn't even going to wait to try and edit this or anything, I wanted you to know exactly what happened and how it happened. So go to my Instagram page on um, the handle at well underscore shit underscore the underscore podcast it will ship the podcast and you'll be able to see the screenshots maybe i was maybe i was asking for it but you know i tried to be nice but anyways i will leave you with just a few words to say that it's 2020 it's september we're suffering enough people are suffering enough people are going through a lot you know loss of jobs loss of livelihoods um i read somewhere today um wade said that south africa has lost about a quarter of its middle class this is not only happening to south africa this is a reality happening across the whole planet we are at that brink of losing the middle class because in some countries there's no there's not even a single middle class it's literally just rich and poor that's it but now this is going to even happen even in the first world because for most people if you're renting you're thinking maybe you have at most three months of paying rent and you're homeless if you have a loan um or a mortgage maybe you get a mortgage break like most people have their had their mortgage breaks for for three months but how long can the banks keep you know extending your holiday your payment holiday so maybe you get another four more months and then after that you don't have a job and they come and take you home and you're homeless so you've lost everything it's it's such a difficult time whereby we need to be conscious cautious of uh, how we behave and how we act towards other people i'm not saying walk on on eggshells but look at another person think of them as a human being think of them as somebody who has a life who has things going on and think of yourself how things are a bit difficult for you this time even if they're not difficult for you this time just try to apply common sense you know just open your your brains you know and look and see that you know what you could be a little bit kinder because that's the only kindness somebody might face today when somebody is, is is facing the the fact that maybe they've lost a loved one or about to lose a loved one or they're about to lose their livelihood in, in, in everything they've worked hard for a career that means something today to them unable to see family members and friends and then you come at, at somebody and be savage for for no apparent reason i mean that shit's nasty it, it does not even look good on anyone so it would be really really nice if we check ourselves once in a while maybe all the time even if possible maybe we'll come out of this better people if we ever get a vaccine for for covid and the world can sort of start getting back to some sort of semblance of normal it will be nice to know that we still have you know our sanity and um we feel good about ourselves because there's a lot of ptsd people are going to suffer after this and other people are already there and there's a lot of anxiety and stress and mental health problems that have been made that have started you know creeping up on people and other people who previously have never had um, anxiety or, or mental health problems so let's be a little bit nicer guys even if you don't like somebody or don't understand something try not to dis- destroy somebody just because you think it makes you feel bigger or it makes you feel better 
um that's all i have to say um i have not laughed as much in this podcast because it's more like no this is not okay we could be better we could do better but yeah thank you so much for listening to episode three of well shit the podcast and uh i'll see you again next week um have a lovely lovely evening and i forgot to say i am recording this on tuesday the 2nd of september and now the time is 21 20 good night everybody from london with love Mwah.